Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, CView, 1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and then please p.m. or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to CBU 2021. Today we are having the topic Request from the Animal Kingdom with Sandra Mendelssohn, Channel of Animal Consciousness. Today's song featured a new dawn by Cyclone's new album Sakura. Now you can find his albums in all platforms online. So, as a channel of animal consciousness, Sandra Mendelssohn brings forth messages from the animal kingdom for the benefit of humans. She first began chlorodiantly hearing animals in 2013 that led to the publishing of her first book, We Walk Beside You, Animal Messages for an, for an Awakening World working from the premise of giving the animals the floor to share whatever they want us to know, she receives surprising insights for many species. And now she has uh, come up with her second book, We Walk Beside You Too, Animal Insights for Everyday Living. In this book, she uh, brings a lot of messages about what the animal kingdom asks from us. And to have more information about this, you can visit Sandra's website. It is smendelson.com. And also, let's bring Sandra to the show so she can let us know a little bit more 
about how to contact her, how to get the books, and the topic of today's show. Sandra, thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Claudia. It's great to be here. I love your show. <laughs> thank you. We have been waiting for today's show for so many months. Like, it's <laughs> finally here. I'm so happy. Oh, me too. You know, there's nothing that I personally don't love more than the animal kingdom. Every, every since I was a little girl, I always felt this connection with them. Like I always would watch any show that would have an animal in there. And I always um, saw myself, like, like imagine myself being able to communicate with them and being able to receive messages and being able to understand what they need. And somehow back then, it was not part of our um, belief system that we could actually do it. So can you tell us a little bit of, about your personal story and how is it that you, you got to believe in yourself and these channels of animal consciousness? Well, I'm glad that you asked that because I'm sure you've heard that we all have innate intuitive abilities. We are all by birth, multi-sensory. And we, yes, at, can communicate with animals. And we did as children, although we usually couldn't verbalize it and we communicated in pictures and feelings. Um, so what happens is then we go to school and we go into the life of the mind and the reading, writing and arithmetic. And as my dog would say, you know, the, these abilities get covered over and forgotten. But the fact is, if we water them, his words, a little bit every day like a plant, we can bring them back at any point in our lives. And we have basically eight different clair abilities. So you may not hear the animals. You may feel things in your body. You may close your eyes and see things behind your eyes, you know, or just have that boom, paracognition, that sense of instant knowing. In my case, yes, I always loved animals, but like most people from looking from the outside in. And um, back in 2012, I was literally clobbered over the head. Well, not literally, no one hit me, but while I was um, working on a horse on his injured foot and crawling around on the ground, I heard a loud voice boom in my head. This hay is crap. And I looked up and I noticed the horse was flinging the hay off the top of the bale. And about two minutes later, one of the horse moms, uh, entered the barn and announced there's mold all over the hay. A couple of weeks later at a barn down the road, I was putting away my light therapy equipment and that deep voice comes again in my head. Why are you wasting all your time with these machines? Why don't you just run energy? The horses are waiting for you. Did you know that when the barn closes at four o'clock, we can drop the facade and be our true selves. We hear the birds speak. The plants speak. Everything speaks. So, you know, like any other fully grown uh, adult that suddenly, you know, has these things, I thought I made it up. I doubted myself. I said, I, you know, just go back into the barn, humbled a few days later. And I said, that's it. Put your head down. And the same horse headbutted me all the way out of his stall. And I heard in my head, you bought into the illusion again. We need you. So I sat on this stuff 
for a few years taking animal, a couple of animal communication classes and really not knowing what to do with what I started to hear. Um, and then in 2015, when I came down to Florida, the entire consciousness of horses and other animals started to crack wide open. Um, I was getting so much stuff that it started to, I was writing it down. Um, and 53 species later, um, I had the first book. And the animals continue to remind me, and it's really good and humbling, that I have only seen the tip of the iceberg. Um, animals, first and foremost, are energetic beings. So in what I'm going to talk about today, and what they come through with so very often, is, yes, your thoughts, which are energy, really matter. Yes, your actions, your 3D actions, really matter. And so do your visualizations and your meditations. And how we will change our world is as much from the inside, if not more, than it is from the outside. So hopefully today will be kind of empowering for people because we're all here learning our lessons and doing different roles. But all of us can work with our thoughts. All of us can hold the intention of healed animal populations and a healed planet. So, again, my story, it didn't happen until I was fully grown. Um, some people have the knowing from the time they're children, they don't forget it. They just carry it through. Don't judge anything. You know, you're so right. When my own awakening happened, I, I was also an adult. And I remember thinking of about myself. I was remember thinking, why wasn't I ready for all of this? Why was I left out of all? What's wrong with me? I had this thought come from and it said, it's not that you weren't ready. It was that the world wasn't ready for you. Oh, Sandra, that changed my whole demeanor. And life never looked the same for me at that moment. And I know it's the truth for everyone, all of us late bloomers is it's not that we weren't ready it's not that we couldn't it's just that it was the world was waiting for we were waiting for the world to get to the point where we could open up mm -hmm. and and you know it's happening for many people i'm encountering where all of a sudden now they have a, the ability to know what's going to happen or they're hearing their relatives on the other side our gifts are just exploding because humanity as a whole is rising. You know, we've been waiting for this point. So, you know, I, I do want to put this one thing in for anybody that really wants to start their own experience of connecting with animals. Go sit outside, take a pad and a pen and just write down, you know, whatever comes to your mind, what you feel, what you sense, what you see behind your eyes. And over time, you'll see the more you practice, the clearer you get and the more confidence you will have that, wait a minute, I'm not making this up. This is really real. We are all connected to all of life. So it, it, I, I really think it brings everyone great peace to hear, oh, it wasn't my fault that I wasn't, that I didn't get here sooner. I'm glad that you mentioned that. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is important. When you, when in your case, you say that it is everyone can do it, and you just need to to allow it to happen. 
in your case, Sandra, what kind of confirmations did you got from your own experience that the messages were real? Mm-hmm. Well, again, I want to just put one more little, I don't, I don't know what you call it, bring up one more point. Remember, mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. Clearly, you know, I, I can write and it, it, I can put thoughts into words on paper. And so what my role is in sharing these messages may not be exactly like what other people experience, but uh, readers are writing to me from all over the world. Like, for example, that they notice when their thoughts are a certain way, when they're really joyous or really peaceful, the animals gather, they show up around them. Um, you know, paying more attention to your own animal as a function of your own thoughts and emotions, like not making any noise, but notice where your dog is when you're really scared or anxious or angry. And, and where is your dog, you know, or cat or other animal? when you are really joyous. I mean, these, it's really about paying attention, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, this, my whole experience has been, um, okay, you're giving me all of this information and I'm going to do whatever I can to get out of the way. And the proof that I got was evidential. In other words, um, you know, it started out with, individual animals it had to because how could i prove things other than googling you know something i heard from the ostrich from ostrich consciousness and then i would google and say oh my goodness i heard that and i know nothing about ostriches so that was a little bit of proof but i needed that one-on-one so a client's horse you know just spooked out at everything and they brought in trainer you know healers you name it Nobody could figure out what was going on. And while I was brushing my teeth one night, I saw the image of this horse behind my eyes who said, it's all in my head and my eyes. I can't see straight. Everything's all wavery. I get, I need glasses and I get crushing headaches and I don't know when to come, when they're going to come. So I said, you need to bring in the chiropractor, his pole, his head neck connection is off. He had TMJ, his head neck was off. He got his adjustment, let out this huge sigh on his human's chest the next morning, which he never did. And they were sailing over the jumps, and he, he wasn't spooking at anything from that point forward. So I needed, I need a lot of cases like that for me to say, okay, you could not have made this up. You know, so I could Google what I could, and I had these one-on-ones with the client horses. Um, that started it. And Sandra, you have listened to the Animal Kingdom for quite some time now. And we, you have actually heard some requests from the animal kingdom, some things that they would like us to know. So can we hear some of this? Absolutely. I, I kind of, I just want to remind people that animals are acutely attuned to energy at all times. Ener- their energy fields, other animals, our energy fields. So you will hear that you know, the, the things that they request have a lot to do with using our energy, including the power of our thoughts. So, um, and also because they're not human, they can also point out what disempowers us, what dis- derails us, because they're not part of that problem. So I'm going to get into this um, and, and also their views on how we can remain buoyant and self-directed in the face of current world events. So really kind of three areas that the animals focus on, our thoughts, our actions, and then our 
you know, meditation, our visualization. So here's a little good news first. The animal, the birds came, came through very recently and said, you know, they were bringing me a, a, a report from the front. And they said many don't even know, many people don't even know that they are changing the vibration on this planet for the better with every thought, prayer, meditation, intention, and loving action. In the churches, in the schools, they are being felt across religions, countries, genders, races, and generations. We birds know because we are the global communication system. We get and spread the word from across the globe about the millions upon millions of people who are not on TV and are not talked about. Everyone must know how important they are and their inner being, truly. They are so used to evaluating themselves by their outer actions only. You know, more love is being added to the pot. Um, All during the pandemic, when people were forced inward, you know, the animals are saying across the planet, the light is being turned on inside of people. And they realize they are not their government. You know, they are listening more to their hearts. So even, and please, you know, you will not see that on the news. But the birds know because they, they hear our thoughts. Um, and also about how, from, this is from all animals, you know, it's, it's not a new concept. You've heard it before that we will change events and outcomes by changing our inner focus. And given the state of your current 3D world and the global goings-on, perhaps enough of you will see that the only truths you will find and the only place where you will be empowered as an individual is in the court of yourself. thing everyone can do moment, on a moment-by-moment basis is focus on your thoughts and emotions because by choosing the ones that feel good, you don't just benefit your own health. You also raise the vibration of the people, animals, plants, and actually everything you can imagine. From a higher vibrational state, better policies will then be created. You are not small. You are not being run by your government, your military, or your religions. Now, obviously, there are some countries where that is not the case, but I think they're talking to the free world. You absolutely must understand that you will change your world from the inside. And Claudia, I don't know if you if you've heard of this, but I mean, most people know what an EEG is, an electroencephalogram that measures activity in the brain. There's also something called an MEG. I forgot what it stands for, but it measures activity from your thoughts that expand beyond your skull into the world around you. And so. It's, it's in great documentaries like the, the documentary I Am where you, they show you proof of how your thoughts really impact everything, right down to the bacteria in plain yogurt. So that's why the animals like to talk a lot about choosing our thoughts, what you focus on grows. Again, not new concepts. But they also talk a lot about fear because the pandemic has brought fear to the, for- the forefront, and animals have a lot to say about it. Interestingly, I pulled insights from a predator and its prey. These two animals have very different roles on Earth, but their views on human fear really complete each other. A giraffe said the human mind is the most powerful weapon of all because it is the creator of fear. It can create the perception of something when nothing is there. 
and can keep something present and alive long after it has disappeared or expired. So ask yourself, are you afraid of something real or something you imagine? And his predator, a lion, said that fear is perhaps the single most dangerous force known to and perpetuated by humankind because it undermines everything and everyone. In the animal kingdom, it plays a very different role. It is linked only to imminent threats to our survival. The lethal use of fear among humans is tied to how it makes you turn against each other. So is it a person or is it fear? that you're really fighting against, you know? Um, Right now, people are aware of maybe their personal fear, or maybe they're standing and looking from the wide angle at mass fear. And, And the animals were really, really clear. I've heard from so many species on mass fear and how we can retain our personal power. And this is what, what the giraffe said. Do not buy blindly into mass hysteria by swallowing what you hear and what you receive through mass communication. These messages are not real. And losing touch with reality erases all personal power from the individual. This does not happen in the animal world. We never lose sight of who we are because someone is telling us fear-based things. We ask that you do not allow yourselves to become erased by fear. Please pull away from human messaging that is not within you. Remember that its constant repetition gives it so much energy and a false bigness. Do not allow yourselves to lose your sovereignty and your own inner guidance. Remember, animals never watch television. They never get information that's altered and selected and then disseminated by certain entities, vehicles. So we need to focus on our own experience. You know, yeah, if you feel compelled to watch the news, of course, watch the news. But stand back and realize that nothing is uh, pure. You're not receiving news that is un unaffected by the vehicle that is disseminating it. This is also something that's being made very clear with a lot of censorship that's going on. Again, the first message is from the the animals is absolutely choosing very carefully what are you focusing on right now? Because you are creating what you see and more than ever, you know, Things are moving faster and faster. So what you focus on will grow like a weed. And second, to realize fear for what it is. When it comes up within you, when you feel paralyzed, uh, when you're believing everything you hear out in the news, when you're feeling fear, whether you're aware of it or not, when you're out and around other people. So that's, that's really what the animals have to say about thoughts. And then they talk about your actions, how you treat yourself and what you put your energy into. Again, always energy, energy. Blue Whale said, if we had one message, it would be to tell humans to please be kinder to themselves. All healing stems from this. Respect 
starts here. Even joy starts here. Self-care is not a chore. Think of how good you feel when you treat your body with love. We are asking you to love and care for yourselves more. And by extension, it will be easier to do the same for your world. And as we know, you know, we humans can't see the web of life that connects all living things. The animals apparently can. So we have to know that every time, right, we are kinder to ourselves, we heal ourselves, and that has a, a diffuse impact on the rest of the world. It does. That's a really hard leap for a lot of humans to make. But the animals know it because they experience oneness. So they know if we are kind to ourselves, by default, we are being kind, helping the world around us. And, you know, they, the animals also know, um, you know, an elephant said to me, that we humans do not realize that, um, that animals work hard to stay positive. We are, they are very aware of the human condition and the resulting state of Mother Earth. And the elephant continued, in, but in order to keep going and see the good, we all know we must always be looking for it. We decide what to look at. What is positive gets our attention, not the other stuff. Talk to your eyes. Give them direction on what for, and you will indeed see it. Stay on this level. Don't get caught up in details that weigh you all down. The big picture is what will keep you buoyant. And I think this is so critical because at every moment in our lives right now, we can choose to focus on all the beauty that still exists, the beauty we see in others, in animals, in the planet, in ourselves. Or at any given second, we can choose to focus on something that is miserable and that is the way the world has been and is starting to change away from. Again, I am not saying put, a, put your hands over your eyes, ignore what is going on. I am saying that the animals know the power of creation from behind our eyes. And accepting responsibility for where our minds are and what we choose to focus on, even if you have a hard time believing that you create the good that you see around you. Make it till you make it. <laughs> because the animals know this is, this is so imperative. So, again, that, you know, we, we choose our thoughts. We choose what we say. You know, don't lose you. And even though there is so much seeming polarization right now, for every issue about whether we're vaccinated and about everything is polarizing right now. And the list gets longer and longer of what we really shouldn't talk about at a dinner table if we're even gathering at all. It used to be just politics and religion. But here's the thing. You may see people around you and you may discount them and say, oh, they'll never understand or they're really close. The, you know, the human judgment comes in and animals don't judge. <laughs> So what they're prompting us to do is find common ground with others in our conversations. So this is what they said. Don't automatically write off everyone around you. There are pockets of awakening everywhere in even the most unlikely of personalities. Meet them where they are conversationally at first. Stay in your heart 
and it will open the door to the beauty within them and the common ground you share. So when, you know, it, this is happening in families, it's happening in couples, it's happening everywhere where we're butting heads instead of consciously choosing to focus on what we have in common. That, will, that is so important because the opinions fall away, but the heart is what remains. And, and really deep inside all of us, we want harmony. So it's really up to each one of us to choose what we talk about and how we show up. And the animals are acutely aware of this. And then, you know, people are always asking, you know, oh my goodness, there's so many causes and what do I do? And, and, and I got a lot of direction from the animals about what to, what, how we put our energy into things. Um, people kind of, you know, beat themselves up a lot. Well, I, I only have so much money and so much time and, and this is really what they said. No matter what cause you support, you will make a difference. However, what draws people together and prevents division between you is what you and we all need in common. Clean air, healthy soil, clean water, clean and healthy food. So, this is kind of where we pull really energetically focused people in as well as people that are really in their thinking minds most of the time, because both kinds of energies are needed. We need, we need the clearing. Like there are people that do water clearings. We need, if you think of our air, our water, our soil, clearing constricted energies in the form of pollution, beliefs, and wounding, wounding to the water, our air, you know. So all, all the people that are doing these, you know, water blessings, they're beautiful. And you can do that on your own. Um, the next thing is raising the frequency to the vibration of love. There are energy healers and energy workers, and you can do it too. Um, the animals all say focusing the intent of love into our water, into our land. And then when it comes to taking action, um, I know COVID has really separated people a lot. But as we can, and it may be done online, it may be all energetic, you know, becoming participatory with our actions is something that the animals keep requesting, that we're all working alone. And there's such an, you know, there's so much more power if we come together. So there's lots of different ways to do this. You know, if we can't physically be together, we can still um, we can still do things virtually. And I do see that pockets are starting to open up where we can meet. So this is what the animals said about bec becoming participatory, especially for those of you who have been isolating yourselves. Pick one thing and let the effort spread like wildfire. Don't overburden yourself. Ask your friends to join you in an effort once or twice a month. It's wonderful. More often, only if you can do so without becoming stressed. The reason participation is so important is that the vibration rises and multiplies in your coming together, and you keep each other buoyant during challenging times. You have all been disempowered belief-wise, and this way, in numbers, you can reclaim your power. So if there's, you know, any, any cause, because there's so much good being done. It doesn't, 
you know, yes, it, it helps the animals, it helps the planet, it helps all humans if you focus on the big things, air, water, soil, food. But again, coming together can be very, very healing and much more powerful. But here's the kick. <laughs> I love this one. Um, Hippo always comes through with a, a rather lighthearted approach. And the other animals, like the elephants, have also told me this. A light approach absolutely gets the best results. Even if in all your good work, if you never laugh, if you're not really enjoying it, then switch to something else. Otherwise, you are still lowering your vibration and the planet, and you're stressing your health. You know, the, the elephants always tell me this. They do a lot of energy work, and they take lots of breaks. They enjoy nature and their mud baths and sunrises and sunsets and watching the little ones. And that's how they, they let go. But they understand that, you know, if you're grieved and serious and stressed about your cause, you're kind of working against yourself and everything else. So do something that brings you personal joy if you are trying to make the world a better place. And then... Finally, animals have come through with an awful lot about how we can partner with them energetically. Call them into your meditation. And Ellison said, you know, when people want to know, okay, I don't have money. How can I help the animals? The elephant said, we feel your thoughts and they are so powerful. Set aside time each day to hold us and all animals in your heart and see the healing and regeneration of our population and Mother Earth herself. See all of us whole, healed, and loved across the world. Just the way you can believe in God, angels, guides, the all, or that which you cannot see, you must believe that everything is energy, including your thoughts and intentions, and these shape reality is something you all can do. Sit, hold the vision of a world that works. Lead with your heart in how you care for all beings and things. Now, you are reshaping reality. Trust in this. See it spread worldwide, joining all in the celebration of oneness. And so that is a beautiful meditation if you want to help animals, and the planet. And then what surprised me as a horse, that this is how you can partner with us to help humanity. And this is a beautiful visualization, if you will, to help humanity. Set aside time every night for your intention. First, send light. Imagine light illuminating minds. And imagine it will continue throughout the night. Picture the unsticking of those who are stuck in old ideology and habitual ways of thinking. Next, see the hardness around people's hearts, which is born of fear, dissolving easily with only love remaining. And then finally, see people feeling love for themselves, forgiving themselves, and going out into the world, choosing their actions, from this place of inner security, peace, and compassion. This 
is how you can partner with horses. Which, so, you know, I really could share a lot more, but I'd like to just kind of sum this up because, you know, that's why the new book is Insights for Everyday Living because, you know, we have been programmed for our whole lives it, to be pummeled, even in a talk like this, how can you remember everything? You know, the animals keep saying, you know, absorb, you know, exposure to a message, absorb it, and then repeat. <laughs> Give yourself a chance to shift. No one, especially the animals, expects us to change overnight. So, again, you know, what they ask of us is to look at our thoughts. Because, first of all, the animal kingdom sees what a difference we are making already and how humanity is shifting. There is there are so much more love, so many more solutions coming up. So, you know, there are people that are designed to go fight against the dark and reveal uh, brutality and crimes uh, against humanity and all life. And there are other people that are here to focus only on the light. It does not matter where you are called, but they do want you to understand that what you focus on grows. So the change comes from the inside, using our thoughts, ones that make us feel good, focusing our energies on solutions, right? Instead of worrying about what's going on in the world around you, what can you make better right there in your own garden, the garden within you? Um, Remembering fear, remembering that in the animal world, it is not, it is only something that comes up when they're their lives are imminently threatened. Whereas we create what if. We, are, we live in the fear of what if. Catching ourselves, whether it's our personal fear or seeing fear play out on the world stage, they are asking us to remember it is the most deadly weapon because it is created by the human mind and it turns us against each other. Catching ourselves and seeing fear for what it is um, is something so important. What are using our actions to be kind to ourselves, um, to be gentle and forgiving of ourselves on a moment by moment basis, you know, um, staying positive by telling our eyes what to look at, looking at all that is beautiful, because this planet is still breathtaking, and so is humanity. So every moment we have a choice on what side of the image. We want to focus on finding common ground. Don't write off people that may from the, you know, from, from the distance or from the first blush seem like they don't understand because you've had conversations. Stay in your heart. Talk about what you have in common and you are creating connection instead of division. In so doing, you are helping to dispel this illusion of separation. When you put your energy into something, remember, and that includes your own healing, that the energy field, working with energy, is every bit as important as working with 3D matter, whether it's healing your body or whether it's healing the earth, the the water, um, our food and our air. So for all of you that work with energy, you know, clearing constrictions, meaning pollution and beliefs, raising the frequency to the vibration of love and taking action because our coming together makes us 
so much more powerful. But do something that makes you feel joyous. And even if it isn't, you know, water, air, soil, whatever, or, or food, getting involved in any of those. There's such a need for healing across the board. So just do something that really makes you feel joyous. Um, and then again, using the power of our visualization. You know, when you crawl in bed at night, even if you don't meditate, close your eyes. Imagine you are calling the animals in. Ask for them to help you send energy and love out to the world. See their population thriving and regenerating. See them loved all over the world. And you can do the same for humans by seeing all of the programming, the rigid beliefs, the fear around our hearts melting off and seeing instead all of it being replaced by self-love and compassion and kindness. Because as you know, when we heal ourselves, we really do have an impact on others. And likewise, our visualizations really do have an impact on the world around us. Um, these are the messages that we hear from the animals as well as, very similarly, guides, angels, um, ascended masters, because consciousness is. I just happen to get what I get from the animals. And it doesn't matter what your source for inspiration is. But do know that, you know, animals are, they use their five senses along with their sixth sense, their intuition, at all times. So they are reading energy while they are using all their senses. So that's why everything they have to share with us draws us back over and over again to the power of energy that's within us and that we can use to shape the reality that we want to see. Thank you, Sandra. That, that has been so good. And most of these um, thoughts and these ideas, are, can we find it in your second book? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I got a lot of wonderful reader feedback um, after We Walk Beside You, um, Animal Messages for an Awakening World was, was published. And as much as I find out about the depth and richness of the animal kingdom, and that will be in future books, the need for the animal perspective in in what in how they could help us humans with their with their insights really gave rise to the nature of this book so that you can just pull one insight for a day you can look up a topic but it's not designed to be read as a story it's as if you would pull up an affirmation you know because we are so overloaded with information this way you can just open a page one page that's all <laughs> and let it let it sit. You know, no one's timing you. It's not like you're going to zoom through it and go, mm, good read. Because uh, even in this, especially in the first book too, um, if you read it as a fast, quick read, you missed the point. <laughs> because when you're reading a perspective from a non-human, it's, it takes a while for it to absorb in fully, you know? So yes, um, Animal, animal Insights for an Awakening World will, will be very user-friendly. It will be released um, by July, probably around the end of June to the beginning of July. But want to buy it, they can find it in Amazon, or so where can we find it? 
going to be on a lot of sites like my first book. Um, I know for sure it will be on Amazon. I know for sure it will be on barnesandnoble.com. And then the distribution arm keeps popping up more and more sites. So I have a whole list, um, but since the book isn't up, I'm not going to distribute the list. It's a very extensive list of where my first book um, was, was distributed, but I'm not quite sure how long it will take to get into all those channels. I know that the first one will be Amazon um, and Barnes and Noble for sure. Um, but if people want the list of where uh, We Walk Beside You is and don't feel like Googling, um, I do have that list. And it will be um, in hard copy and eBooks as well. Okay, good. And one thing that I have noticed uh, since following you is that you also share those, uh, some of those thoughts on Facebook. So if, if people want to follow you on Facebook or other um, sites, how can they do that? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because, um, yes, they're free and they're daily, and it's been going on for almost four years now. Um, my personal page on Facebook is Sandra.L.Mendelson, and they can follow me there. Um, I also have a, um, another page uh, called We Walk Beside You, Animal Messages for an Awakening World. It doesn't matter. Both, both pages uh, feature the same channelings. I'm also on LinkedIn. And so, you know, the idea is to disseminate this information um, every day. It's for everybody. And, and Sandra, personally, what has been for you that message that has turned your life around? <sighs> or many, I don't know. Well, you know, what? there's always kinda, some, like, someone. Or, well, um, there's, oh boy, so many. I mean, ugh. but I, I think, I think the first. I'm going to not so, so much say that it's a, a message per se as an awareness. When I discovered how intentional the animal world really is, it took my breath away. Here you are walking with your dog. And when you really start paying attention, and I, I started doing this with Mr. T, noticing how they tune into what you need and then they'll, they'll get out of the way or you know, hearing from the animal said to me, and what a, I mean, what does a camel do? A camel drags stuff around all day long. You would never think that a camel chooses how he or she looks at what they do. And, and this is what I got, you know. Um, it all depends on what side of the image you, if you, that you focus on. Focus on a burden and you will tire. Focus on self-care or an opportunity for you or for other people or for connection or an, an enlightenment and you will be energized. So again, at any moment you could say, Oh, am I positive or negative? Well, the animal's intention is they always focus on what is good. That is how they haven't given up on humans, <laughs> you know? So I think the intention, um, that was the thing that got me the most because we, we just kind of look dumbfounded and, and animals and we, we don't understand the choices that they make. You know, we see a dog and he's sniffing around in the pee pee and we're like, Oh, that's disgusting. And you know, they're very intense. They read the energy in the pee. You know, you, you and I just think of it as something to clean up <laughs> if it gets all over, but 
they're very complicated messages. They find out what's going on. It's like reading female, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I started watching my dog, and I noticed he gives thorough medical checks to every dog he encounters. And one dog, you know, he wouldn't get off of his pecorillus. And I said, is it possible your dog has a urinary tract infection? And the human said, yes, I'm taking him to the vet today, as a matter of fact. Because Mr. T was just really intent on, wait, I got to help. I got to help. So the intention (laughs) is really what has blown me away more than anything. Wow. That is awesome. So, um, you know, it it is incredible that something that we usually get, uh, take for granted, which are the animals, they can teach us so much in and they can also they they can bring us back into balance and into um a, into seeing the world the way it should be and not the way we are thinking of it that's exactly right in fact you know the animals say you know if you want to see the world through the eyes of love the way the animals do imagine a pink light you know, that softens everything before you. As you're walking through your day, really see the beauty of it, whether it's a human, whether it doesn't matter. They choose not only what they look at, they choose how they look at it. I mean, and again, nothing that I ever say is to put humans down or or belittle us or, you know, because we have such a command of tools and information. I mean, the, the mind can be used for incredibly productive things. However, they get their information from intuition, from, ener- from energetic communication. They communicate not only vocally, but telepathically through scent. The birds tell them. I mean, it goes, so, you know, we think we're so uh, evolved and, and, the, and we need computers. They don't need it. They, I mean, I was communicating with elephants and for the last two years. Um, and a horse that told me he's doing work in Morocco and Tunisia, you know, I mean, so this is just, you know, future books will kind of crack this open, assuming I can go deep enough to do it justice. Um, you know, but, uh, and that requires more inner work on my part to kind of separate even more from the human condition and go really deep into the animal's world. But um, trust me, they're even... I've had snails tell me that their lives are every bit as rich as ours. They differ in form only. So that, again, that was, I couldn't put that in this book. This had to be the book for people, advice for, and guidance for people, digestible in small bites. Future books will be on the energetic lives of animals, on uh, great stuff coming through, the energetic role of the different nations, they're called nations, right, cat nations, that they play, um, it, and it goes so far on. I, I don't want to give it away because it'll be a while until I get that <laughs> out. But um, but it's so exciting um, what they do: horses and and whales and elephants traveling interdimensionally. I mean, it goes really, really deep. It's fascinating. So um, it would be a joy and an honor if, <laughs> if they they give me enough to uh, you know come out with the next book. So um, yeah. And Sandra, just a, a last thought. When the pandemic happened, before we finish, when the pandemic happened, 
And we all went into seclusion and, you know, people stopped going to work and all of those images where they they show us animals going back to the beaches and going back to the roads and going places they would not go because of us. Mm-hmm. Have they talked about what their experience was? Were they happy? They were, what were they think? Did they think we just disappeared or, or what? Oh, what no, their no, no, no. If nothing else, I, I hate to say this, they're always ahead of us. <laughs> because remember, <laughs> they, they tune into our thoughts and intentions. They, I mean, the elephants even can see human timelines and they know as if they're looking at a map. They can mm-hmm. see there will be holes. They don't know exactly, like the hole was 9-11. A hole is the pandemic. So they know that the human road is bumpy, but they can see ahead, not quite like Nostradamus, but, you know, they, they know that we're going to be repopulating, if you will, all the places that we are actually allowed to heal by our absence. So, no, they didn't think that we disappeared, but they utterly rejoiced in the awarenesses that many, if not all, have come to, focusing on the little things, spending more time with their families, not running, 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 more pollution, you know, more frenzy, more working from home. Now, again, it's a very large population of humans, and there's a million stories for a million different people, but they saw us going inward. That They even said, you know, I guess once the imminent fear died down, that there was more peaceful sleep at night. Well, there's two things going on. I can't get into ascension conversation right now. That's a whole nother show. But um, there was more peace in the web that the animals feel because people started giving themselves a little bit of a break. You know what I mean? They, they, they said, well, I can't go here. I can't go there. I'm going to plant this weekend or I'm just going to stay home. Or maybe they read, you know, by that cocooning element, some stress was actually taken off. Um, and again, we're, we're looking at the whole global picture. You know, we all know people that suffered terribly from this pandemic, people that have lost jobs and lives and all kinds of things, but I'm trying to give a, you know, broad brushstroke of what they said. They were, um, really rejoicing that we are waking up by being forced out of things that we would just run to many of us have looked inward at what is really important and of value in life. And the animals have rejoiced over that. Wow. Well, I don't think we have any more comments or questions for you. So I want to thank you. You are welcome to come back whenever you want. And Uh is there anything else that you want to mention before we finish today's show? Well, you know, if people, um, I also have a blog which um, has deeper channelings, and there's an article um, that uh, I think it's nine or ten ways to more deeply connect with animals. But, you know, the most important thing and the most exciting thing that's coming back to me is when people write that they're making the leap within themselves after reading the book. They're saying, yeah, I've noticed this with the animals. I actually could hear my husband on the other side. I'm, I'm seeing that, you know, using these other abilities is really normal. It's not extraordinary, right? Um, that's what's making me the happiest, you know, because, yes, I, 
I pray that in reading these books, people start to look at animals a different way, but also at themselves in a different way. Go and sit with no expectation. That is where all the magic happens. And with that, we say at the end for today's show, again, we want to thank you for being here. Thank you, Sandra Mendelson. If you want to contact Sandra, go to her website, smendelson.com, but also check her books on Amazon. We Walk Beside You is the title, the main title of both her sh- uh, books. Well, the one, the other one is coming up, but she will be here in Seaview uh, in the future. So check us, check us out and thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye.